The following program is sponsored by Evangelical Life Ministries. Welcome to Engaging Truth, the manifestation of God's Word in the lives of people around us. Join us each week as we explore the impact of His message of spiritual renewal, from the lesson of forgiveness forged in the crucible of divorce, to the message of salvation learned by an executioner from a condemned killer, to the gift of freedom found in the rescue of victims of human trafficking. This is God's Truth in Action. And welcome to another edition of Engaging Truth. I'm your host, Pastor John Kane. Today with us on the program, we have Brian Hamilton. And Brian is the Chief Financial Officer of Legacy Deo. Welcome to the program, Brian. Thanks, John. It's a pleasure to be here with you. So uh, give us the scoop. What is Legacy Deo? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to start because... People don't often know who we are, and sometimes we're called the best-kept secret in the Texas district. So I'm glad to share that with you. Um, Legacy Deo is a nonprofit organization, and as every good nonprofit has uh, a mission, so do we. And our mission, very simply put, is we inspire giving that impacts life forever. Uh, so basically what that means is um, we operate as a foundation. Our job is to receive charitable gifts and manage them uh, for our clientele according to the way they instruct us to do that. So we act as their trustee. We act as their uh, fiduciary. We do a number of things. Basically what we're doing is we help people with the charitable component of their estate plan. We have certain gifts instruments that allow our clients to benefit themselves and their family in their estate plan if they want to use those vehicles. Um, what we're trying to do is help people to leave a legacy. And our vision statement for our organization sums all that up very succinctly. And that simply is God's people, each and every one, will leave a legacy to faith and family. That's what we hope to accomplish uh, through our ministry and through the exercise of our mission. Uh, basically, we're in the business of giving away money to charitable causes. So we, we help uh, charitably minded people and help them to get connected with their ministries and their charities of choice. And we use a number of different tools to accomplish that, which I will certainly cover here later today in the, in the broadcast. Um, our largest ministry partner that we work with is indeed the Texas District of the LCMS. Uh, that includes the uh, district itself, its uh, congregations here in Texas, its schools here in Texas, and other uh, LCMS entities such as Concordia University, Texas, Upbring, and Lutheran Outdoors Ministry of Texas, also known as Camp Lone Star, located in LaGrange. Those are some of our uh, biggest ministry partners. We also have some other ministry partners in the Christian community that are not necessarily LCMS. So we, we don't limit our services uh, to strictly LCMS anymore. Uh, there's a great need for these kinds of services within the entire Christian community, and we are happy to uh, provide that to those, those folks. Uh, the Texas District, you know, how we connected with them, they uh, generously have supported us financially over the years. They provide us office space in their headquarters building in Austin, and we work very closely with them since they are our largest ministry partner. So there's a history here. How, <laughs> how long has Legacy Deo been around? Sure. Well, uh, Legacy Deo, it all began many years ago when uh, a donor wanted to leave a tract of ranch land somewhere in West Texas 
to the Texas district. This donor was very passionate about the district's ministries, wanted to help them out financially and said, I don't have cash to give you. In this case, I have some land. Well, that was a little bit of a curveball thrown to the district. So this actually goes back to 1960. And what ended up happening then to be able to receive that gift was that four LCMS laymen here in Texas worked together to form a charitable foundation to receive that gift. And the organization was chartered then as Lutheran Foundation of Texas. Uh, we received our 501c3 status as a nonprofit shortly thereafter. That ensures that the gifts that are made to us are deductible to the extent allowed by law. So basically we were up and running at that point, uh, chartered as a foundation and we've held that charter here uh, in Texas ever since. So we've been here for 60 years. We're very quietly doing what we do. Uh, and in fact, for a number of years, we just kind of sat there. The foundation was very small. Our board meetings were rather perfunctory. And um, <laughs> our CEO, Jerry Keishan, likes to tell this story that the board meetings used to be pretty much the following. Did you receive the check? <laughs> yes. Did you deposit the check? Yes. Okay, let's go have coffee. End of board meeting. So, yeah, uh, over the years, we've become much more sophisticated than that. Uh, assets were slowly added, and we expanded the services that we provide over the years. Uh, for many years, um, a gentleman pastor by the name of Carl Heckman was the dual CEO of both Lutheran Foundation of Texas and the Texas Church Extension Fund. Uh, several years later, he hired Jerry Kieschnick, who came on in a director of development role and then later became our first full-time CEO. And after Jerry served as both the president of the Texas district and the president of the LCMS, uh, we're glad to have him back at the helm of our organization leading. Obviously, he's got some experience in, in this area and knows a lot of people. So right. uh, we're very well positioned in terms of our leadership. So back in 2017, um, it, we, we adopted a new name, and that name is now Legacy Deo. Basically, we're saying that um, Deo being the Latin word for God, that uh, we were encouraging people to leave a legacy to God. And so we changed our name for marketing purposes. It certainly better reflects what we do, uh, the types of services we offer, and who we serve. So today we manage more than 400 accounts. Our clients are individual people, the district itself, the district's congregations, schools, and then various ministry organizations um, all over the country, basically. We currently manage over $60 million of assets. About 95% of that is assets that we manage in a trustee capacity for other parties. I've mentioned those parties already. The other 5% is the foundation's assets. So we're a pretty small organization. We have four employees and we manage a lot of money for a lot of people. What we do with that money is we distribute gifts each year to people and ministries located in more than 30 states. So in our 60 years of existence, we've kind of become a big deal. That's great. So uh, what's your professional background? How'd you get into this? Yeah, that's a great question. Also, uh, it wasn't what I started my career in. Um, I actually began my career um, 
in, in the Houston office of KPMG, which is one of the big four public accounting firms. Then I spent nearly 20 years in the healthcare finance field in a number of roles, including controller and chief financial officer. And then this November, I will celebrate 12 years with Legacy Deo, and that entire time I've been the chief financial officer. Uh, many, many years ago, I graduated uh, with my undergraduate degree in accounting from the University of Texas at Austin, and then I later went on to earn an MBA degree from Vanderbilt University. I hold an active Texas CPA license, and although Legacy Deo is not licensed to practice public accountancy, I can give our clients some general direction on tax matters when it comes to their estate plans. Uh, we do encourage our clients to seek the advice of their own CPA, their attorney, or their financial advisor when making decisions about charitable giving. So what do I do in my role as the chief financial officer of Legacy Deo? Well, that means I have oversight over all of the strategic and operational and, uh, financial matters of the organization. As I mentioned, we're, we're a smaller size organization, and so that means I wear many hats around the organization. Um, my role includes oversight of client service operations, our investment program, our tax compliance program, our risk management and insurance program. I actually get into some human resources and staffing matters, uh, information technology matters, and even some marketing and communications activities, including uh, maintaining our website for the organization. So that's what I do. Uh, that's kind of my, my background and my role in the organization. So if, if you have anything that needs to be done financially, you know, the, the monthly and quarterly financial statements, to putting together the annual budget, to doing an annual or a periodic strategic plan, those all fall in, into my wheelhouse. Well, helping people to uh, to leave a legacy so that their life of service to our Lord might uh, continue on beyond their physical uh, uh, death here on earth. Mm -hmm. How does how does this organization work? You know, uh, what <laughs> what services? Maybe I should say, what services do you provide? Another great question, John. And uh, it's it's easy to sort of bifurcate or divide what we do into, into two groups. Number one, individuals, and number two, organizations. And by organizations, I mean that in a broad sense, covering congregations, schools, the Texas district, anybody who's a nonprofit, Christian-based ministry falls into that organization's category. So let's start ta by talking about uh, what we provide to individuals. Uh, there's a number of things there. The main thing is a comprehensive estate planning uh, service that we provide to individuals. We want to be able to help them create the charitable part of their estate plan. As I said earlier, we talked about our vision statement. We want people to leave a legacy to faith, to demonstrate that their belief in, you know, God's economy is something that uh, they held true during their lifetime as well as after their lifetime. And then, um, also, um, you know, we we um, we want them to be able to leave monies to their family. There's a lot of thought about that. Some families uh, feel very strongly about that. Others feel that no, that's not necessary because my family either they've already made their money and they're fine. They don't need an inheritance, or maybe the 
family member is not a good manager of money. And so they either don't want to leave money to that family member or they see that there's some benefit in doing so, but maybe doing that through some of the vehicles that we use that will help that person to be a better steward uh, of the money that the parents might be leaving them. So again, the the charitable charitable component of the estate plan is what we really focus upon. And there's other parts of an estate plan, obviously, that aren't necessarily um, our primary focus. And so we leave that to estate planning attorneys to deal with that. Um, And I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. A, A person may have a business that they created and built during their lifetime, and they need to somehow sell off or divide up that business to other family members. That's not really our, our strong suit. We want to be working with them on the charitable aspect of their estate plan. So how do we do that? And there's a number of vehicles that we use. Um, I'll enumerate some of those here and describe them to you a little bit. Probably the main one we use, and it's about two-thirds of what we do, is a vehicle called the endowment fund. Basically, an endowment fund is a perpetual vehicle that you can give monies to charitable causes um, into the future after you pass and go to heaven to be with the Lord uh, for forever. You could also set it to be for a certain time period if you wanted, but most of our clients uh, use the perpetual endowment vehicle. An endowment basically is a trust agreement that says, I'm going to make a distribution every year uh, that will go to the charities that I name in the endowment agreement. Sometimes people leave it to one, sometimes people leave it to multiples. So another vehicle that we use is trusts, and I mentioned that just briefly a, a moment ago. The main trust vehicle that we use is an IRS uh, tax, um, a tax favorable trust vehicle called a charitable remainder trust. And the nice thing about a CRT is that it can provide lifetime income to our client slash donor who sets up the trust. And then after he or she or both of them pass um, and go to heaven, then they can leave through that vehicle monies to their family for a period of up to 20 years. So that's one way that people leave monies to families through trusts. And we have done a number of those over the years, and they work really well. Another vehicle that we use is called the charitable gift annuity. And these are the same kinds of vehicles that colleges and universities use all the time with their donors to provide their donors a lifetime stream of income. The nice thing about a charitable gift annuity is that the payment does not change. It remains the same over the donor's lifetime. And if there's any money left at the end, then it goes to Legacy Deo or to an endowment fund that we manage. So those are very uh, valuable vehicles for older folks who aren't getting a lot of income out of the stock market, let's say, or out of the investment markets. And it provides them a much higher rate of return than what they'd be able to get through their investments. Another vehicle that's become very popular in recent years is called the Donor Advised Fund. And basically, a DAF is a way for people to set aside money while they're living and earmark it for charitable purposes. 
but they don't necessarily have to do to distribute monies out of their donor advised fund right away. The monies can sit there for several years. They can grow in value because we invest any monies that we, re we receive, and then they can make their gifts later on down the road. And we have several families that do that through the donor advised fund. Uh, it's a great way for people who are still working to be able to get some tax benefit, some tax advantage from, from giving. And there's fewer and fewer opportunities for that nowadays. So the donor advised funds become quite a popular vehicle in that regard. Um, and then finally, we often have people say to us, hey, I, I would like to give to my church, but I don't have cash. I have a lot of stock that was given to me by a relative and I've held it over the years and collected the dividends on it, but it's gone up in value so much. If I sell it, I'm going to be hit with capital gain taxes. Well, guess what? We have a way for a person who has that situation at hand to be able to donate their stock directly to legacy Deo into our brokerage account. We then turn around and sell the stock for a nominal fee. And then we distribute the proceeds to their charities for their instructions. And that's a very helpful vehicle um, that also gets used by our organizations as well, because many of their members and their constituencies are in the same position when it comes to having appreciated stock. So those are the things that uh, we, we provide to individuals. I'd like to talk a little bit about organizations. Again, congregations, schools, uh, ministry organizations, what have you. And there's five vehicles that we, we use there. We use the endowment fund, which I've already discussed. The second one is a custodial account. So a custodial account is like a savings account. Many congregations and organizations find that they have some excess operating funds, but they're not making much of a return on those funds at the bank or in a CD, wherever they may have it. So they... Um, they often turn to the custodial account as being a way to get, earn a higher return on their monies um, and be able to have access to it, as I said, that works like a savings account. Many congregations and schools have opened up endowment funds with us, and um, that needs to be you know, something that is held and not touched in perpetuity and left undisturbed. If they need to get their monies out and be able to have access to those operating funds, then the custodial account is the right vehicle for them. So we do a number of those with congregations, um, with um, some of the other organizations that I've already mentioned have, have those types of custodial accounts with us. A third thing we do for organizations is we provide estate planning education to their members or donors. And for example, uh, we've worked with a couple of congregations to meet with some of their people to explain how estate planning works, educate them on that, explain these vehicles that I'm mentioning here in greater detail, and just basically get them to understand the importance of having an estate plan. And then hopefully that they're going to leave some monies through their estate plan to that organization, congregation, school, what have you, that they're associated with. Uh, I mentioned organizations um, often have members who want to make stock gifts. We talked about that. And then fifth and finally, 
Uh, Legacy Deo is able to make grants on a limited basis to qualified ministries within the Texas district. And so we've been able to do that over the last few years. And um, it's been great. Uh, there's needs out there and people will send in their applications for a grant. And often we are able to fund those. And so we find lots of ways to help organizations um, with all of their charitable needs. That's great. We'll come back to you, Brian, in just a second here. Uh, briefly, I'd like to point our listeners to our website, elmhouston.org. And if you go to our website, elmhouston.org, you can learn more about us. You can uh, find links to our Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube pages. You can donate online if you'd like to support the work that we are doing trying to uh, share the faith of Jesus by interviewing people who are living the faith and sharing the faith often in very creative ways. We're also a nonprofit organization, and our on-the-air hosts are all of volunteers. So your donations go far in purchasing broadcast airtime. You may write us at ELM, P.O. Box 568, Cypress, Texas, 77. Four ten, uh, Brian. Coming back to you, we're down to about the last uh, three or four minutes here. Uh, tell us how our listeners can uh, contact Legacy Deo for more information. Absolutely. Uh, I mentioned I maintain our website, and I think that it is a wealth of information. So that would be www.legacydeo. One word: l e g a c y d e o. dot o r g. Very good. Can you share a success story or two with us? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we, we have a lot of them. I like to think that every client interaction we have is a success story, but there, there's a few very notable ones. Um, I won't mention anyone's names because I know a lot of people listening might know some of these people. Uh, but we, we had a lady several years ago open four accounts with us that um, paid monies out to relatives, paid monies out to charities for a number of years. And then at the end of a 20-year period uh, following her date of death, everything came together into a uh, brand-new endowment fund that has currently $2 million in it and um, it provides funding for the missions program, the church planting program within the Texas district. That's one of our most notable success stories. Um, this awesome. lady had pretty meager means, but she happened to be blessed with some producing oil and gas properties that uh, came into production and actually did very well for her. Um, another endowment fund that I can think of, we had a gentleman who was actually from the Houston area. He spent a number of years working for one of the oil and gas companies. I think he made a pretty modest salary over his, his lifetime, but he lived very frugally and he saved a lot of money. And when he passed, his entire estate came to us. It was a million and a half um, dollars. And he actually, through his endowment fund, blesses four or five ministries here in the state of Texas. And those ministries are so grateful for what they receive from his account. Uh, finally, I'll give you another success story. Um, I talked earlier about charitable gift annuities, and we did have a um, a lady whose attorney who was acting as her power of attorney called us once and said, Hey, I understand you do charitable gift annuities. I have a client who is living in an assisted living facility in the Conroe area. She needs a steady stream of income now that she has sold her home. 
and that steady stream of income will be necessary to pay her monthly living expenses. Fine, we set up a charitable gift annuity for her that defrayed her expenses of living there at the facility in which she lived. So those are some great success stories on how we help people out every day and how we then bless ministry um, after people go home to heaven. Those are uh, some exciting stories about ways that you've helped people to uh, continue to serve our Lord and serve their uh, fellow Christians even after they've gone on. Uh, and someday we'll see them again. Uh, Brian, real quickly, as we wrap up here, uh, your website once again. LegacyDeo.org. Thank you for being with us. And to our listeners, God's blessings until we meet again. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Engaging Truth. Be sure to join us each week at this time. To help support our ministry, contact Evangelical Life Ministries, Post Office Box 568, Cypress, Texas, 77410 or visit our website at elmhouston.org or find us on Facebook at Evangelical Life Ministries. Thank you.